All right, guys, welcome to episode three of the Futures Proof podcast. So in today's episode, since this is a midweek podcast, I want to go over a specific topic. And this specific topic is, do you have an edge and do you understand your edge? So as you know, you're competing against the best traders in the world. And now I want you to get it in your mind that you're trying to sell your edge to a hedge fund or somebody that is the best in the world. So let's pretend that you're in an interview process with one of these prominent hedge funds that says, if you can show us your statistics and process for finding this particular setup, then we'll give you $5 million. So number one, let's discuss the process. How are you finding this? Are you, are you finding it through code? Or if you're not finding it through code, how complicated is it going to be to find? So if you're trying to sell this to them and if, if you've got a really complicated discretionary system, uh, are they gonna be able to actually find the same trades that you're finding? I mean, you know, it's in code, it's way easier because there's specific rules that it has to follow. And maybe that is the way with your discretionary system or, or however you're trading uh, is that you can say, okay, if it, if uh, a couple bars ago, it's gotta be over this high uh, and you know, whatever else it is, uh, that you have a very, very systematic way of being able to, if you show 10 people this exact way to do it, that they're always going to get the same result. If you have a system that people are not getting the same result, if you're looking at you know one time frame and you give them a set of rules and they're not finding that same setup, then I can almost guarantee you, um, you're gonna be having issues with it yourself. And that's just what I've found personally from my own experiences. Um, so the next thing is how much data do you have to back up your edge? So again, if you're selling this to a prominent hedge fund, if you've got four signals from it, they're not gonna care at all because you don't have enough data to back up your edge. So you need to be building out as much data as you possibly can. And sometimes that just takes time. You know, for me personally, I'm trying to do a lot more forward testing than back testing because back testing just does not work um, as well for me, uh, especially just because I feel like the market changes a little bit when you're entering, uh, when you're entering your own contracts and everything in that the algos are picking that up and you, you need to see how it works kind of in real time. So along with how much data do you have to back up your edge? How can you prove to this hedge fund that the data is reliable if it's not in code? So again, if you're a discretionary uh, system trader, you could have a ton of screenshots and everything, which as long as you can back that up, that's perfect. And as long as they can get the same results, that's perfect. But you've got to make sure that data is reliable and that there's there can't be any real flaws or major flaws in the uh, in the way that people can go through and and find this edge that you have and consider it reliable. So the next thing is 
going over your average MAE, which is the max adverse excursion, and which is essentially how far it goes against you, and what your MFE is, which is the max favorable excursion. And that means it's going for you, how far it goes for you. So when you're measuring this, these levels, you need to be questioning yourself. Like, how are you going to be measuring MFE and MAE? And when do you stop measuring it? So for example, if you see that the trade is going against you for only 15 points out of the last 10 times that you've checked it, but on the 11th time it went 50 points against it before it went to the target, how do you handle that? Like, are you working into averages or are you just saying that the stop that it stops kind of tracking after 16 points. So what you're gonna find, especially what I've done too, is is gone back through and tried to make sure, okay, if I've got a, a data set of, let's say uh, those 10 trades, and it does have that 15 point stop, or sorry, if it goes 15 points uh, adversely against me, usually before it goes to the target, then I'm gonna start building that data set out seeing that, okay, it's I'm, I'm gonna start setting a stop right at 16 points. So I'll give myself a little, you know, four tick room to make sure it doesn't, um, there's not just a tiny little bit of wiggle room in there for me. Uh, and then let it hopefully go to target. So on that 11 time, if it blows through there, I should know right after that, you know, 16 points that I'm probably wrong. So, and this is where I was going back in episode two and kind of describing why, um, why I think at some points you can actually reverse the trade if it hits your stop and run to the other target. So you can start building out models that when, when it does hit the stop, what happens with that? And how can you label that next trade? So this is what I kind of call polymorphic trading where you're essentially building out like an A signal. Like for example, if we had those 10 setups, that was an A signal. And then it starts going against your stop. We can transform that into a B signal. So once that goes to a B signal, if it goes past the, the 16 point stop and then runs up you know, 50 points from there, then I'll start looking at that B signal and saying, okay, well, what happens if I keep seeing that happen over and over again, once the stop hits, how often does that one work? So that's an, an, just an interesting concept that I, I think you guys should look into a little bit. Uh, but again, it just, it all comes down to, if you feel confident about your edge, how can you prove without a shadow of a doubt to a hedge fund or, or somebody that knows what's up that you have an edge how can you prove it if, if you're sitting there um, you know if you're just trading like a moving average or something which you know it could work out for some people I guess if they do the research and they have you know I mean I would think they would probably have a little bit more data than just a uh, just a moving average but you know, some people can probably, I don't know, maybe they can be profitable with, with just a moving average or something, but you've got to know how far it normally goes when it, when certain things happen and how far it goes against you when certain things happen. That's the only way I can describe that, that you have an edge because 
Otherwise, you're in a FOMO trade. If you do not know exactly how far the averages are that it goes for you and against you, you are in a FOMO trade every time. And you'll, you'll keep noticing as you're trading that every time you are in one of these FOMO trades, it doesn't work out. And you hold longer than you, you were expecting to. It's, you're entering at the worst possible position. You're getting trapped, you know, top ticked or bottom ticked. Um, you're instantly trapped. Things are just, you know, it's not right because you don't have an edge. And these edges, I mean, sometimes you're having to sit there for a while. Like these edges are not easy to find. And yeah, you could you could get in a trade and, and FOMO and it works out, you know, once or twice, whatever. It It's going to happen. Sometimes it works, but it's going to teach you bad, really bad um, lessons and, and put you in like a negative, on a negative track that you're going to think it's okay to FOMO uh, when you don't have a signal. And that is going to get you and bite you very, very hard in the end unless you really start tracking and really try and stay disciplined and, you know, consistent with following only your signals that have an edge. Because let's, let's pretend with, uh, let's say with, if it's with blackjack that you're playing and you're just going to go in there and just, you know, not really play the, uh, the way blackjack is, is meant to be played. You didn't kind of read the, the rules of it and you're just kind of playing for fun or whatever that you're going to walk out of the casino with no money if you play long enough. And that's the same thing with trading. If you don't have an edge that you're consistently following, you're not going to make it. It's just not going to happen. So, you know, if, if you are a, uh, like card counters and, and all of these other people who play blackjack professionally, they know the edge. They know exactly what to do. They know when to increase their bet size. They know when to, you know, decrease their bet size. If things are not going, uh, are not going correctly, uh, with, with how the casinos are, um, I guess giving their, uh, I can't remember what, the, I think it was the edge uh, portion of it that I was listening on chat with traders where he was saying, you know, if the edge is 0.25 or, or 1% or whatever it is that, uh, that they're decreasing or increasing their bet sizes. So that was, that was pretty interesting. And you could also potentially do the same thing with trading. Like if you, if you know, you've got a larger stop that you need to uh, be able to hold through, you don't need to be entering five big contracts and have like hardly any room for your stop. Like if it, if it goes against you on one trade, that's, that's an issue. Like you need to size down and be comfortable with your sizing because the sizing is essentially irrelevant. If you can eventually, let's just say you, you are forced to only trade one contract for the rest of time that you were trading how would you do? Would you end up making money or losing money? I mean, to me, if you've got an edge, 
overall, eventually you should be making money with just a single contract. So adding in multiple contracts is once you start realizing that you have an edge and you're able to play to your strengths within that edge, if it goes to a certain level or whatever, um, in, even inside of your signal, which I was kind of mentioning before, maybe if it was halfway up into your target, you're adding another contract or something. You know, it's there, there's plenty of different ways that you can help maximize your your gains on potentially like the backside of the trade. But, you know, going back to understanding your edge though, you, you really need to be on it. You've got to know these statistics because if you're coming to me and saying, hey, I've got an edge, I'm going to ask you a billion questions on how you can prove to me that this edge is real. I want to know the statistics. I want to know the process that you put in there. I want to know everything about how your system um, was kind of built and and how how you were processing the stops and targets and how how can that be you know, reliable data that I, if, if I was a hedge fund offering you that much money for it, they're not going to be easy on you. You, you. you can't just come in here and say, you know, well, I've just got, I, I trade, uh, you know, a moving average cross or, or whatever, and I don't have any data. They're going to laugh you out of the office and, you know, get security to throw you out because you're wasting their time. You need to be on it. This is the hardest thing you're ever going to do. And you need to work your ass off for it consistently. Always be improving. Always figuring out systematic ways in order to make yourself better. How can you cut sooner? How can you hold longer? How can you make sure that you have enough money for the next trade? How can you make sure you're not oversizing? What do you need to do to ensure the risk management is there? Do you need to, as soon as you come into the office where you're trading, do you need to put, you know, wrap a string around your finger that, that reminds you not to be an idiot? Do you need to write post-it notes and post them all over your your monitor that says don't FOMO don't do something stupid follow the system follow an edge that you have and only follow that edge because if you don't follow the edge you are in a FOMO you know it 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 needs to be said that there are plenty absolutely plenty of different ways that you can systematically improve your trading but you need to start measuring these ways. Like if you say, okay, I have got, um, you know, when I do put that string around my finger, as soon as I walk in on, on day one that I did this, did I trade better? Yes or no? All right. So if I traded better that first day, yes. If I didn't trade better the second day, no. If I traded better the third, yep. Traded better fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth. Then you're gonna start recognizing a pattern that, hey, maybe this is something that that does help me. What if 
you know, what if you actually did start a podcast or something before the session started like I'm, I'm doing right now? What if by doing that, it's getting in your head that this is a proper thing that actually did help me and I can measure this because let's say that uh, after doing this podcast today, I'm, I, I will go ahead and make a note um, kind of in my journal that's like, okay, you did start a podcast this morning uh, before the session opened and you did trade better than you did the day before. That's something I want to know because not only psychologically is it improving or potentially improving uh, my trading, but it's, you know, with it getting in your right mindset and everything, it's, it helps, um, you know, systematically, again, find ways to improve. And that's all this is. Anything that I'm trying to do is always going to be extremely systematic because discretionary stuff just absolutely does not work for me personally. And I've, I believe it's probably the same with, with almost all of you guys as well, that you've, unless you have something that you just are very, very confident about that you've seen a million times, um, that, that you really know it or it's in code or whatever it is that, you know, you're gonna start making mistakes and you have to be able to label these trades and put them in your playbook and be able to consistently find these trades and know the, you know, MAE and MFE. You have to know it. And if you're not confident about that, you need to find a way to be able to go back through and find these trades. And, you know, as, as I've said before, you know, it really comes down to just hard work every time. As I said, this is the this is not like an easy game at all that we're playing here. You're playing against people who are building, you know, incredibly complex algos and everything that know how to take your money. And how do they know how to take your money? Because they've done the research. They've built the models. They know exactly how the human brain operates. They know exactly how much money the average investor has that's trading futures. They know exactly how far to push it. They know exactly what they're thinking when the market moves down on certain timeframes. Because they've done the research, they have the statistics to back it up, and that's why they're worth millions and billions of dollars. So bring your A game. Don't let it discourage you of, you know, not if you don't have a specific system or anything that you can really measure yet, but you need to be working hard for it. You need to be, you know, don't mess around. You're, you're literally just going to be wasting time if you're not getting the statistics to back up your claims. You know, if you're just FOMOing all day, not your, you know, if you're not going anywhere right now, if you're, if you're treading water, or if you're just, you know, or if you're just losing money, you know what you need to do in order to step your game up. So again, just pretend like every time that you were uh, building out a signal or something, 
that you're trying to sell it to a hedge fund? How can I prove it to this hedge fund that I know what's up? I know this signal works because I've got this amount of data to back it up. Uh, I've forward tested it. I've seen it happen. I've, you know, even shoot, even if you have videos of it, that's even cooler. You know, it's just, you've got to have the data to back it up. So anyway, guys, the market has just opened, so I'm going to get into it, but I appreciate everybody listening to episode three of the podcast and uh, Godspeed trading today. Everybody have a fantastic day and get that bag.